welcome back to Head to Head Competitive Trivia, the show where we find out if you are more intelligent than a fake professor. And now here's your host, Coach Steve Corning. Hey, Randy Hunt, everybody. Man, your voice gets higher and higher. I got, yeah, I pitched it up a little bit. <laughs> Eventually, you're just not even going to be able to go any further. It, you're going to be, be Mickey Mouse down. for the last episode. How many, how many <laughs> octaves do you think you can go up I, and down, I, Randy? If that's a challenge, I will bring it next time. Yeah, okay. All right, let's do the octave challenge. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it trending. Oh, man. Well, uh, how was your week, Randy? Uh, it's been a great week. I had some good things happen. I got some uh, some attaboys at work from high up management, uh, which is always Ooh. nice. And here's one more for you. Attaboy, Randy. Oh, thanks, buddy. You're doing great on this show. You're my favorite co-host I've ever had. Uh <laughs> On, on this show, just in case I've been a co-host anywhere else that I'm insulting. <laughs> uh, well, now you and, just kind uh, of insulted me, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> Damn it, it came back to bite me. <laughs> uh, and we're kind of, you know, a little peek behind the curtain. We, we're kind of recording a little bit later than we normally do, so I'm assuming you've had dinner, Randy. Everyone wants to know every week, what did you eat? I had probably the lamest dinner ever tonight. Okay. Uh, it was a bagel with butter and honey and some chocolate milk. Oh, that actually sounds like the perfect <laughs> like, comfort food. I just food. didn't have the energy. No, I get it. That sounds pretty good. It. I had to save my energy for this. I feel like anything you put chocolate milk on the side of, it's, it's suddenly like it's, comfort food. It's a food. winner. It's yeah. a winner. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for being here as always, Randy. Uh, we'll check in with you a little bit later, but let's get to tonight's competitors. In the left corner, representing the Balderdash Academy faculty, it's Balderdash Academy's head of home ec and wellness, Marie Stewart Harmon. That's me. That's, that's <laughs> me. And she's Italian now. <laughs> Is this a new character? <laughs> Italian Marie? Uh, it's just excited me. <laughs> it's just excited to me. <laughs> maybe Mario, the, the famous plumber, maybe he's just excited. Maybe he's not uh, even I would Italian. Be. If I had those overalls, I would be very excited. Dude, come on. Yeah, I know. Overalls, you get to like go down like warping pipes. And, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Fighting yeah. turtles and shit. Yeah. He's he's excellent. <laughs> he's got a whole lot of mobility. And I think it's thanks to those overalls. <laughs> oh, oh wow. you're crediting the overalls oh, to yes. the mobility of Mario. Have you ever oh, worn like overalls, Steve? You become invincible it's when empowering. you are wearing overalls. Yes. I don't think I've worn overalls since you I was a child. Missing since you missing out. Oshkosh bagosh. <laughs> I had Oshkosh bagosh teal corduroy overalls that were uh, like maybe three feet long. Like wow. that's, yeah, they were awesome. <laughs> I bet that was cute. All yeah. right, Marie, this is your second time on this show, of course. Yes. The previous time you came on and you brought a score of nine points. That's which is solid. Great. That was very solid. <laughs> How do you feel going in tonight? Do you think you can do better? Do you think you can do worse? I'd um, love to hear your strategy. I think both of those things are possible. <laughs> I think the world is my oyster. Um, uh, but I, I think I got to do better, you know? Like, I, I got to try to bring uh, every day. We just got to keep on improving. We got to keep on hustling. We got to mm -hmm. get better every day. Yeah. Uh, absolutely no pressure. No but pressure. Every single faculty who has come around the second time on this show has Ooh. done better. Oh, every great. single one. So it's... no absolutely no pressure. 
Thanks for that. No, no fresh, as the kids say. <laughs> no fresh. No fresh. Uh, well, speaking of things that are fresh, we're going to get right to our very special guest tonight. In the right corner, representing the visitors, is a professional video editor and sound designer from... New York. He's also the st- one of the stars of season one of Balderdash Academy, and he made it very clear in his bio that the thing he's most proud of is being a personal friend of famed podcaster Steve Corning. Yes. Please welcome to the show, <laughs> Jesse T. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? What's up? Yeah. Thanks for Jesse. Me, Thanks I for coming that. on the show, man. I love that. And yeah, I made sure to call that out that part of my bio is friend of Steve. So I'm glad that you uh, gave it in the intro. I couldn't help myself. I was like, yeah. I almost just wrote right over it. And I was like, no, this is going to be the bulk of Jesse's yes. bio tonight. Absolutely. It's actually what it says on my resume, too. So, yeah. Friend All right, Jesse, uh, Ellie, you're going by Jesse T. I, I yeah. think you got to go by, I think you got to put a sweet in the middle. Quotation mark. Sweet tea. Jesse Sweet Tea. I, I, I am a fan. Sweet. I'm a fan of Sweet Tea. I do like Sweet Tea. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm rocking some Arizona. It's green tea. It's not, yeah, it's not sweet tea. tea but, uh, I, put, I put it there just to differentiate from any other Jesse out there, but you can just call me Jesse also. You don't okay. have to say the whole word. <laughs> okay, you know, Jesse T. How's it going, Jesse T? You doing good, Jesse T? That's fine. Jesse, Jesse also. Tea. Got it. Jesse, yeah, also. Jesse also. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, Jesse also. Well, uh, you, of course were a fan favorite on season one of Balderdash Academy. Oh, and was happy uh, to be there. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we're happy to have you here on Head to Head. The the difference here is before you got to score us, tonight I get to score you. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel like there's a lot of pressure on me, but uh, <laughs> no pressure. No, no fresh. fresh. No fresh. But your segue to me was literally <laughs> saying, speaking of things that do have pressure, hey, here's our guest. I think yeah. you mean precious. Right. Here's how I meant that. <laughs> okay. He is right. I okay. meant you are precious to me, Jesse. That's how I meant uh, that. <laughs> Alan says at least someone is scoring. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Alan. Alan's not scoring. He's an intern. <laughs> He's not bringing home the money. Oh, Sorry, Alan. Alan. <laughs> poor, poor Alan. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, Jesse, you once described our friendship as uh, two dads grilling and chilling. Yes. Uh, Is that still true? This is absolutely true. I feel like whenever I talk to Steve, like I I just gained 20 years on my life and I'm like a dad who retired to Florida grilling because we just have those kind of conversations like, hey, neighbor. Like I straight up feel that whenever I hang out with Steve. It's so true. Who knows? Maybe maybe in the future we will be neighbors and that can, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. We'll compare God. yards. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. That'd be Share great. lawnmowers. Yeah. That'd be Share cute. Share lawnmowers from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get get excited whenever we get a new grill. Yeah. Hey guys, whoa. Come on That's over this weekend. Right there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now, uh, Jesse, when when uh, asked you to come on the show, I said, "Did you do you have anything you want to promote?" You said, "No, not really. I just want to come on, have some fun." Yeah. And uh, I, I was like, "What do you want to talk about?" You're like, "Let's talk about video games." <laughs> so, yeah. What have Why you not? been playing lately? Lately, I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter and Guilty Gear Strive, which just came out. Uh, the newest Guilty Gear game, which for those that don't know, it's a fighting game, kind of like Street Fighter. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm a big fighting game fan. All, all fighting games with me. So, yeah, that's about it. So, <laughs> I don't really play much else. <laughs> Street Fighter, is that like a your all-time favorite? Or I would say is, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's a now, classic. I mean, people people always remember Street Fighter. Even whenever there's a new version, I'll, I'll get it. Yeah. But I think most people could still play the second one. That's the one everyone loves and, you know, still enjoy it. Bring it over Street to a party. Street Fighter 2, yeah. Have a good time. Yeah. 
And uh, how do you feel about button mashers? Because I, I have to be honest, I am one of those. <laughs> button mashers. Um, I got an interesting video to send to you. Literally <laughs> okay, called, um, I think I think it's called Why Button Mashing Doesn't Work. And it's a very good video. And it just kind of exemplifies that, yes, it can work. Mm-hmm. But the reason why it doesn't is because it, it's kind of the same principle of, well, if I keep waving my hands, you'll eventually walk into them. <laughs> but for someone that actually knows what they're doing, they can avoid that and jab you. you know? so, I've never said button yeah. mashing is a good strategy. It's just like my only strategy because I don't know what but, else but, to but do. But some people wonder why it still works. And there's a r- actual right. science behind it. It's because if you, if, you, if you don't know the timing, you're going to get hit. But if you do, like most adept players do, you, you won't get hit. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, Look. get good, Steve. <laughs> Dude, get good, I'm trying. No, I'm trying. Okay, I'm this is why. Good. This is why nobody plays fighting games. It's because the the people are just smug jerks about it, and no one's gonna get in. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. What what is your like platform of choice though to be playing on? Oh, good question. Um, recently it's been PC. Actually, I do all my gaming oh, okay. on my computer. Uh, just because I already got a powerhouse of a machine to do all my video editing, I may as mm-hmm. well, you know, install Steam on there, get some games going. So, what controller though? That's the other question. I'm glad you asked that. Wow, we're all <laughs> talking about video games. Great. Okay. Um, <laughs> Xbox all the way to uh, your know, PC. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, got a little, I, mean, I mean, you know, Microsoft. It's, it's it's on Windows. You just plug in a little adapter. It, it works. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. yeah. Mostly mostly Xbox. I know a lot of people who play fighting games prefer those huge like arcade sticks, but yeah. I can't. I personally am. They call them pad players, like yeah. controllers. I'm a pad player. I can't. I can't be bothered. That those those controllers are more expensive <laughs> than the video game consoles themselves, and it's like <laughs> a hobby. You're like an arcade stick guy the moment you get into it. So I'm not doing that. Have you ever done any uh, tournaments, competitions, anything like that? I entered one tournament like nearby, right where I live, yeah. and I, I like, I think I beat like two players, and it felt amazing. Yeah, uh, I still, I lost. <laughs> I was like, yo, if I, if I could beat two players like in real life, I mean, I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, yeah. I'm not the best, but I'm doing okay. Right, because they came to that same tournament with the intention of beating other people, and you beat them, Jesse. So I know, I know. Well, it's like good, the, I think for everyone growing up online playing fighting games, like if you can beat the people online now, like you, you feel like you could do anything because <laughs> those, those online players are also just ridiculous <laughs> you got that added element of lag the moment they start teleporting around the screen you're like oh geez so if you could deal with that i feel like doing it in person is almost like a walk through the park it's still hard obviously but it's like easier than online um. <laughs> well there you go you heard it here first folks and uh speaking of beating people at fighting games i think it's time we get to our competition tonight that's right our two competitors will face off head-to-head in three rounds of weird and unusual trivia to see who can correctly answer more questions, which is what trivia is. (laughs) (laughs) Our guest, Jesse, will also be competing to see if he can land on top of the head-to-head guest leaderboard. Randy, who is currently on top of the guest leaderboard? Uh, No surprise, Elisa Rosenthal with 13 (laughs) points. She's good. She's been there since, like... I don't know what it was the episode before two my last episode. Was it three or four? Yeah, and She's uh, good. yeah, nobody can take her off the top. So that'll be interesting <laughs> to see if Jesse, Jesse, my money's on you, my friend. If he was That's able me. to beat two other video gamers <laughs> in real you life, beat IRL. One Marie. <laughs> if nothing else, just start mashing buttons on your controllers. <laughs> I want to hang a major disclaimer over this. I am not as good at fighting games as the majority of fighting game players. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. 
I, I, everyone out there who's really good at fighting games, all the power to you guys. I cannot. Compete, well, I'm a button but... masher, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're better than any of us, so you can at least take that Fair. to the bank. Fair. Oh man. Well, also tonight, our contestants will have one lifeline at their disposal. Anytime you get a question wrong, you are able to use the convince Randy lifeline. All you need to do is convince Randy why your answer, well, still wrong, is better or funnier than the correct answer, mm -hmm. and he can award you two of the most beautiful points in the world they're so beautiful uh, and you can justify your answer any way you want there are also three secret words at play tonight if you happen to say any of these three random words that randy and i chose before the show then you will be immediately rewarded three points and by immediately i mean when we notice that you've said the word <laughs> 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 if and when. And those are, of course, first come, first serve. Randy, please tell our listeners what tonight's secret words are. Tonight's secret words are train, war, and email. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Randy. Marie, Jesse, are you ready to play head to head? Yes. Yes. All right. Perfect. Please give each other a nice virtual high five. I want to see a good, clean fight tonight. Right, that was really well executed, guys. That was good. It's like a double tap. Ado, let's get the match underway. <laughs> round one. This is a this or that round. Correct answers are worth one point. In honor of our guest, Jesse, who is a video editor and movie buff. Today's first game will focus on the often overlooked but endlessly entertaining movie taglines. <laughs> For each question, I will give you an actual tagline from a major motion picture, and you tell me <laughs> which of the two films it represented. We'll start with question one for Jesse. Let's go. Question one, here it is. This is the tagline for a major motion picture. It was just an old neglected car. Who could have guessed? Is that the tagline for A, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, or B, Death Proof? Man, I was going to say Christine, but damn, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to go with... Man, this is tough because I've never seen Death Proof. Have <laughs> <laughs> you not? Oh, dude, that's right. I up know. Your alley. I literally, I was like, oh, the Tarantino flick I missed. Oh, yeah. man. Like, well, it is the most overlooked one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, just just because I know there are there is a car in mm -hmm. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and I've seen that movie, I'm gonna go with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty 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 Bang Bang. Oh, you pretty ch Chitty Jesse, you got that one right, my friend. <gasps> I love that movie. <laughs> Oh my Me too, big fan. He's yeah. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. Dick, honestly. I was going to say, Dick Van Dyke's still kicking. He's awesome. Oh yeah. And remember the child catcher? Like, dude, I had oh so my God, many nightmares. nightmares. Oh my God. Why would you do that to children? <laughs> Horrific. But uh, there there's you go. Nice a lot right, of, like, I feel like there was a lot of terrifying things in old movies for children. Like, yeah. I mean, they just, yeah. From the man that brought you James Bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right, you yeah. wrote it. Now owned All by right. Amazon, the freaking MGM acquisition recently. <laughs> <laughs> right, what the hell is going on? Yeah, anyway, can't wait. <laughs> question two, this is going to Marie. Question two, the tagline is, the greatest manhunt in history. Is that the tagline for A, Predator from 1987, or B, Zero Dark Thirty from 2012? 
It's really good that I、uh, haven't seen either of these things.、Mm-hmm. That's helpful.、Um, Um, Do you know what either of them are about? I, I it... know a little bit about Predator. So、okay. I'm going to go with Predator, and it's also my birth year. She's going with Predator. Hey, that is incorrect, Marie. That was the tagline <laughs> for Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> you should watch、Aww. it. It's a good film. Okay. All right, question three. You should watch both of them, Marie. They're both good <laughs> films. The tagline is One hit could ruin your whole day. Is that the tagline for A, The Fighter, 2010, or B, Pineapple Express from 2008? Yo, that, that has to be Pineapple Express. I'm sorry. You're, you're going it, with B? Well, if, if it was The Fighter, I'll be very disappointed in The Fighter because that is such an on the nose tagline for a boxing movie. <laughs> on the nose, just like a punch, right? Right. Well, <laughs> that would have been the better tag. If they were going to go all the way, they would have said on the nose. I don't know. I'm going. I'm definitely、okay. going with Pineapple Express. He's going with B, Pineapple Express. That is correct, Jesse. Nice work.、Woo. Thank、All、you.、Right. I also love that movie. It's a good one. <laughs> Question four of round one. This is back to Marie. All right. The tagline is Time waits for one man. Is that the tagline for A, 310 to Yuma from 2007, or B, Groundhog Day? 1993. Good year, by the way. 93. Is that your birth year? <laughs> no, just a solid year in general.、Um, I have seen Groundhog Day,、mm-hmm. but I f- and I haven't seen 310 to Yuma. So、mm-hmm. I'm going to go with 310 to Yuma. You're going with A, 310 to Yuma. Do you know、yes. what either, do you know that movie's about? No. <laughs> okay, that's fine because you got it right, Marie.、Yeah! It was, of course, three ten to Yuma. Didn't feel Groundhog Day didn't feel quite right. No, because it wasn't. <laughs> it was <laughs> so great deductive reasoning. Well, after round one, Randy, what's the score?、Uh, the score after round one is two to one in favor of our guest Jesse. Nice. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more head to head. Hey, this is Bob. When I'm not being the headmaster at Balderdash Academy, I run Sleuths Mystery Entertainment. At Sleuths Mystery, we offer something different from your typical mystery experience. Our mysteries are crafted around the game and the experience as a whole. We blend characters, comedy, atmosphere, and a puzzle of a mystery for you to solve. Every show is unique. And every ending is different. At Sleuths Mystery Entertainment, you can see the show, play the game, and solve the mystery. If you're in New England, contact us at sleuthsmystery.com for a killer time. All right, welcome back to Head to Head. Man, that was a great break. I feel so <laughs> relaxed now after that wonderful break. Okay, well, we're, we're now on to round two. This is, of course, Trivial Commute. Questions,、uh, well, correct answers to the questions are now worth two points. <gasps> Pressure.、Yep. This round is a journey through four categories of multiple choice trivia. Each correct answer, of course, worth two points. The first person to buzz in will have a chance to answer the question. If they are incorrect, the second player has a chance to steal. Fingers on buzzers, contestants.、Oh, right. Here we go with question one of round two. The category is unusual historical facts. 
H.P. Lovecraft once said, From even the greatest of horrors, irony is seldom absent. With that in mind, which of these four dictators from history was never nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? Was it A. Benito Mussolini B. Adolf Hitler C. Kim Jong-il or D. Joseph Stalin Which of these uh, dictators was not ever nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? Jesse. I'm going to go with B. Adolf Hitler because I'll be very surprised if he ends up being the one that's won any Nobel Peace Prize. Well, I will say nobody won, thankfully, a Nobel Peace Prize. I, I, I don't think any of these four ever won, but they were nominated by uh, by I someone. See. I see, um, I see. And there are hundreds of people who nominate the the Nobel Peace Prize uh, right. recipients. So you, you from from all sides of the political spectrum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, it's kind of a stretch for any of these guys. Yeah, I'm going um, with the obvious. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Adolf Hitler. He's going with B. Adolf Hitler. That is actually, unfortunately, incorrect. Oh, Jesse. Oh man. That means I get a chance here. Um. Oh gosh. See, I was gonna go with Hitler too. Um. <laughs> Uh, Mussolini. You go with A. Yes, Benito a. Mussolini. Benito. Uh, <laughs> yes, you're Italian again. <laughs> wow, great callback, Marie. Uh, well, A is also incorrect. I'm sorry, Marie. Nice try. No. Uh, the correct answer was Kim Jong Il. Ah, that would have been my second See, one. I, yeah. I, I was certain that one of his like uh you know citizens was required to nominate him at some point. <laughs> you will nominate me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's, that's I, I almost said Kim, Kim Jong Il, and then I was like, no, he, someone's been forced to nominate him. <laughs> my, my logic would have been he's like the most recent one out of any of them and I feel like by the time he was in power they were like no nah, we're not giving those out anymore. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, Alan in the chat says uh, he did not in fact have a license to ill. Thanks, thanks uh, Alan. James Bond callback at the same time. But um tish. Alright question two of round two. This is uh, the category is Bizarre Laws. In Helena, Montana, you can expect a fine of up to $500 if you participate in this outdoor leisure activity outside of designated zones. Is that A, croquet, B, slackline, C, disc golf, or D, competitive duck duck goose? <laughs> Marie. Um... I really, really, really want it to be competitive duck, duck, goose, but I feel like it's slackline outside of designated areas. Yeah, I think it's slackline. She's going with B, slackline. Yeah. That is incorrect, no! Maria. I'm, I'm sorry. It's a good guess because <laughs> the people who slackline are the most annoying people. We can Especially all agree. Especially if you're like tying rope in between two things. That's a tripping hazard. Designated areas. How often do you go to a random park and there's people slacklining and people just like walking into the slack lines? Not, not in Helena. Them. Yeah, not in Helena. Well, unfortunately, it still happens in Helena. No way in Helena. <laughs> <laughs> Come Helena or high water. All right, Jesse, do you want to steal? Yeah. Uh, you know, just because it was poo-pooed a second ago, I'm actually mm -hmm. wanting to go with competitive duck duck goose because yes. I want it to be the answer. I really want I, it to be that too. It, it should have been, yeah, I, I, I want it to be. And if it's not, I'll still make sure that becomes a law by the end of next week. So Jesse's life mission. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the only one with a picket sign that says ban competitive duck duck goose. I'll be right there with you. 
thank you so uh, much. We all will. Well, yeah. Jesse's going with D, competitive duck, duck, goose. And uh, I wish that were true. We all want it to be true. And maybe we can make it true, Jesse, but it is not true as of yeah. right at this moment. The correct answer is C, disc golf. Yeah. Um, for what some is reason. Disc golf. Golf. Oh, golf? boy. Oh, boy. Uh, good thing Bob isn't here because he would be very upset uh, to, that you don't know what disc golf is. It's, it's a sport that we love here in New England. It's like golf, where you, but instead of hitting a ball into a hole, you're throwing a disc at a basket and oh, uh, you're trying to stay on par or under par. I have and, seen um, this. Yeah. I have seen this. And there are disc golf courses uh, nearby where my friend lives. Mm-hmm. And I have accidentally walked into one and my buddies were like, get out of there. No, you're in the disc golf zone. <laughs> and I was literally looking around. I was like, what? They're like, yeah, they're, they're going to throw these discs into those hoops. I was like, I thought those were just here for decoration. <laughs> Decorative yes. baskets. Uh, yeah. um, the other thing that would really upset uh uh, headmaster Bob is because he's a big disc golf fan. They in the law they referred to it as falf. Wait, disc falf? <laughs> nope, just falf. Just like falf frisbee sure. golf. Yeah, oh, but that's not that's something I, anyone who knows what it is would refer to it as. We, so we see that's what my fr- but my friend called it frisbee golf. I think that's what he called Ooh. it. So maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not falf. Uh, I've yeah. never <laughs> once heard someone utter the the phrase falf. It's, it's a dirty. I, it sounds dirty, doesn't it? Go falf yourself. Mm. <laughs> I think this golf is better because if you say frisbee golf, just hearing the, the word frisbee makes me want to throw it back to the person. <laughs> right. And if yeah. you try to do that, they'd be like, yeah, you messed up my shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, guys. Don't try to play disc golf outside of a course in Helena, Montana. Let's move on to question three of round two. The category is sporting chance. In a 2007 matchup between the San Antonio Spurs and the Dallas Mavericks, infamous NBA referee Joey Crawford ejected Spurs star Tim Duncan from the game after this seemingly innocuous action. What did Tim Duncan do to warrant the ejection? Was it A, he dunked his cup directly into the Gatorade cooler, B, he bounced a basketball off his head, C, he slapped the ref's butt, or D, he laughed while sitting on the bench. Jesse. Oh. I'm going to say D. Jesse's going with D. Laughed while sitting on the bench. That's exactly right, Jesse. <gasps> oh my gosh! <laughs> Oh, Joey yeah. Crawford had it out for Tim Duncan for reasons we'll never know. And uh, he got ejected for laughing on the bench. And uh, Joey Crawford was actually um, not allowed to referee for the rest of the season. No wow. fun for you. <laughs> because it was fined like $100,000. It, it felt like something petty that would happen. Like, like yeah. everything else just seemed so ridiculous that that answer <laughs> stuck out to me most. I was like, I feel like that'd be it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if, if you've never seen this video, I encourage everyone listening to go and watch it. It is hilarious uh, to see Tim Duncan laughing on the bench and then getting ejected from the basketball game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Question four of, of uh, round two. The category is literary genius. This novel from the late 1800s is widely considered to be the first ever written with a typewriter. Is that A, Tom Sawyer by Mark Twain, B, Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson, C, The Portrait of a Lady by Henry James, or D, The Time Machine by H.G. Wells? Marie. Uh, I'm going to go with The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. He seems like somebody who would be like up with technology because he's making a time machine, right? (laughs) 
I don't know if he made a time machine, Marie, but he certainly made a novel about a time machine. It's not a directional, a manual, an instructional manual. I, I, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I've never read it, but I don't think it's instructions on how to build a time machine. So she went with D, Time Machine by H.G. Wells. That is incorrect. I'm sorry, Marie. Let's That's go to Jesse. Do, uh, don't forget, guys, you do have your convinced Randy. Yeah, Keith, and I'm mind. It's true. Okay. Well, my, my mind thinks after looking at all these titles, it would be Tom Sawyer, but Part of me thinks that was written before the invention of the time machine. So, time machine. <laughs> oh my god, I meant typewriter. <laughs> the typewriter the machine. The type time machine writer machine. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going with Treasure Island. Okay, he's going with B, Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson. That is also incorrect, Jesse. Uh, oh, the correct answer was Tom Sawyer. Oh man, uh, by Mark Twain. Yeah, I, I need to make a time machine to go back and change my answer. <laughs> I already made a time machine in about 25 years. <laughs> Alan says, technically nothing is invented before or after a time machine. No, Alan. <laughs> Come on, Alan. <laughs> I don't know what you're smoking, man. Pass it over. <laughs> okay. Apparently there is some is historians are kind of conflicted on this because Mark Twain said uh, Tom Sawyer was the first book written uh, or novel written with a typewriter. But apparently historians say that wasn't actually true. And he wrote uh, one of his later, his other later novels, Life on the Mississippi, I think it's called, was the first book written with the typewriter. Either way, it was Mark Twain. And he claims it was Tom Sawyer, but we don't really know. <laughs> so there you go. So my hunch was, was correct against yep. what Mark Twain would have us believe. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, go with your hunch. That, that is important. All right. At the end of round two, Randy, what's the score? Uh, the score at the end of round two is four to one in favor of Jesse. Okay. Nice going, Jesse. Nice going, Jesse. Don't bring forget it for round three. Secret words Let's are still go. available. Convinced Randy's are still available. And now correct answers are worth three points. <gasps> our final round is everyone's favorite lost in translations. In our third and final round, I will give our contestants the real title of a popular movie as it appeared in a foreign country or region translated back into English. All I need you to do is tell me the original title of the film as it appeared in the United States. For instance, if I said with lethal penalty from Sweden, the correct answer would be die hard. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's what it was. The first person to buzz in gets the first shot at three points if they're incorrect. The second player gets a chance to steal. Let's go. Question one, fingers on keyboards. This title is from Greece. And it is, you have a message on your computer. <laughs> Marie. <laughs> I think I've said this one before. Um, you've got mail. Marie's going with you've got mail. Marie, you are correct. Yay! I love the literal translation. <laughs> you, you have a message on your computer. It's so spooky, actually, if you, if you go that route. All right. Well, there we go. Three points for Marie. Question two. This is from Argentina. The title is SOS. There is a madman in space. Uh, Jesse. Uh, oh, man. It's. It's not Star Wars. Is it? <laughs> oh, my God. I hope so. Hold on. We had a secret word. Huh? Yes. Randy, you're right. We did. Jesse said, said a secret word. 
He said Wong? the word war. War. Which war. was one of tonight's oh. three secret words. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, Jesse, you said the word war. So you were immediately rewarded. Uh, three beautiful points. War, what is it Whoa. good for? Three points, absolutely baby. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Except, well, in Marie's case, absolutely nothing. So. <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, Which he's one? Going with Star is just just the first one. Star Star Wars. A new hope. Star uh, Star Wars, the titular first episode. Uh, you know. Um, yeah. A new, a new hope. hope. In my mind, hope. it's still called Star Wars. I know. Yeah. Exa exactly. Yeah. It's weird that yeah. they did that. Okay. Yeah. All right, hope. he's going with Star Wars. That is incorrect, Jesse. I'm sorry. That was a good guess. What <laughs> I, would guess? I would really hope they would localize it as that somewhere else. <laughs> Who in your mind was the madman in space? Is that Darth Vader? Would be Darth or, Vader, yeah. Or Tarkin? Or, yeah. Or Han yeah. Solo? I mean, really. It's so open to interpretation. <laughs> right. So it could cover the whole series. Um, do you, actually, speaking of which, do you want to convince Randy? Why? Why it could be? I mean, yeah. sure. If I you could use that just card, did. keep yeah. it going. Keep it yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like every the 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 summary of every Star Wars movie is there's a madman in space and you got to stop him. And it's always either a madman with a lightsaber or a mad emperor with an evil plan. It's like always the same madman in space. So. He's always mad. He's always mad. I don't think there'd be a Star Wars movie without a madman. So I'm gonna go with that as my Do my they use convincing Morse argument. code in space. I guess that's my question. Probably with I'm SOS. Gonna, oh, probably. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say that I feel like Morse code would fit in with the Star Wars universe. You know? <laughs> they don't have underwear, but they probably that, do have Morse code. <laughs> well, you know, well, very, you know, long, long time ago in a galaxy far away, it's probably long, you know, it, it, a long time ago. <laughs> it, it makes perfect sense to me. I will give you two points for that. Nice, nice work, was, Jesse. I was really stretching me. I like started messing up my words near the end there. I'm glad you still believe me. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's uh, it's long, long, long ago. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's long, just like sometimes worse code is. Exactly. <laughs> See. <laughs> well, that bummed your score up real quick. What's the score right now, Randy? Uh, the score is four to nine. Wow. Okay. Oh. So we're gonna move on to Doubled question. Me. Oh, sorry. Marie has a chance to steal. Still. Yeah, I still get to steal. Yeah. Yeah. SOS. There's a madman in space. Oh, I get to steal this one too. Um, I'm, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I, I, re I really want it to be Guardians of the Galaxy, even though it's probably not. <laughs> Is that where you're going with? Yes. Okay. She sounds not convinced at all, but she's going with Guardians of the Galaxy. That is incorrect, Marie. I'm sorry. The correct answer, and Jesse was kind of close on this one. It was Spaceballs. That would have been my second guess. <laughs> right? I almost went with Space yeah. Jam. Yeah. <laughs> was, That's yeah. so funny. Well, I never thought about how similar the but title Space Jam It's not a madman, it's a mad cartoon. So, right. but like Spaceballs is a is a take on Star Wars. Like, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did they was a mad you know Helter's Madman in Space uh, a take on whatever it was localized? Uh, Star Wars was localized or no? I don't think so, Jesse. It just didn't, I, it just didn't positive, translate. Yeah, Star Wars was as if I remember right from looking it up. Star Wars was pretty literally translated in most countries. Got um, it. So I don't think it was a play on anything like that. It's just kind of what they ended up going with because it fit the promotion for whatever reason. I, I, I guess literal space balls would like would be very confusing for yeah. most audiences. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, question three. We only got two questions left, but plenty of time to earn points here. The title from Spain is Red Phone. We flew to Moscow. 
Yeah, it's it, for the listening audience. It's red phone question mark. We flew to Moscow. I don't know I like a single tell our audience what Marie. punctuation is used. Uh, from Russia with love. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Final answer. I, I want to say no because you find it so interesting, but I can't come up with anything else in this moment. So yes, yes. I think to be fair, I do say interesting about right answers sometimes too. But okay. that is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see in a minute <laughs> if Jesse gets this right. Oh, Jesse, you have now had like you know thirty seconds to ruminate in your brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah, still still ruminating. Um, still ruminating. Still doing that. While you ruminate, I think I might be able to convince Randy. Oh, about oh. from Russia with from love. From Russia with love. Okay. Okay, what color do you think of when you hear the word love? You think of mm. red, you think of hearts, you think of connection. What else connects people but the telephone and one Ooh. that is a red phone is just it's a love phone it is it is it is it is love and because of that they went to they went to moscow which is in russia <laughs> and and so they're from russia with love in the communication of a love telephone that's red I liked that. Marie. I don't get your words yeah. and points here, but that was good. Uh, <laughs> that was really good. That's pretty brilliant. Honestly, I feel really good about that. Uh, if I could give you more than two points, I would. But I will give you two points for that. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Randy. All right, uh, Jesse. You've had tons yeah. of time now. To tons remember. of time. Tons Even of though time. the color of love for me is like black at this point. Oh, <laughs> wah, wah. poor Randy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really, you know, I was trying to think of every action movie that could have taken place in Russia mm-hmm. and uh, not coming up with any where Moscow is like the end point or the main focus at all. And that's mm. probably because maybe I haven't seen enough action movies that take place in Moscow because I feel like that's a trope. But I'm, I'm not trying to lead you in any yeah. directions here, but why have you settled on action movie? Oh, just because that's where I, I don't know, that's kind of where my mind goes when it comes to the title. Like, I don't know, it sounds like some kind of mm-hmm. edgy uh, metaphor for, yeah. for an action movie. So I don't know, I, I thought Schwarzenegger, I thought, you know, Van Damme mm. in, in mm. Russia. And I was trying to think of an 80s action movie that takes place in Russia. So maybe Rocky Four, and that's my guess. <laughs> okay, he's going with Rocky Four for uh, Red Phone, We Flew to Moscow. Uh, Jesse, you were not close, but good attempt. <laughs> I, you see how I, I got to there? I didn't even know I was going to get there. And it was I tried. <laughs> we all went on a journey with you. Because um, Rocky did fly there, and he fought uh, Dolph Lundgren. So, yeah, you know, true. The Swedish guy playing a Russian. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I never even thought about <laughs> that, but that's, yeah. that's interesting. All right, well, the correct answer was Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. So there you go. Are you a Doctor Strange Love fan, Jesse? Obviously, I've seen uh, the clip where he's riding on the rocket, but right. I don't know anything else about that movie. Okay, that's right. Nor do I. Uh, I also Sellers, haven't the seen man. From yeah. Russia with Love. Haven't seen that either. Okay, okay. We, need, we need to have some movie nights with Marie here. I love that you, uh, you convinced your answer on a movie you've never seen. That's yes, impressive. I did. Oh, yeah. It was really good. It was, a good. it was really good. Oh, my God. All right. Well, let's go on to question four of round three. This is the final question of the entire game. Going into the final question. Uh, Randy, what's the score? 
Going into the final question, Marie has six points. Jesse has nine. Okay, okay, okay. I like it. <sighs> question four. This title is coming from, believe it or not, this is not translated. This was a title in English. This is the English title from Hong Kong. So this is an English title. It's a little different than how the film appeared here in the United States. The title is Lonely Hero in the Duel of Hell's Gate. Lonely Hero in the Duel of Hell's Gate. Okay. Oh, but now I've lost my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sneaky. Um, oh, no, no, I remember. I remember. Okay. Um, it's Lord of the Rings, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> going with Lord of the Rings, the first one. Yes. I can only accept it if you know the full title. <laughs> um, the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. <laughs> yes! Have, you, have you seen that movie, Marie? Uh, I've tried a few times. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sometimes a nap needs to happen in the middle does, of Lord yeah. of the Rings. <laughs> it does happen. I yeah. mean, it's a long movie. It's very it is long. Very yeah. long. <laughs> Especially if you watch the extended cut. Um, so Marie went with Lord of the Rings, the first one. She is incorrect. So that no. gives Jesse a chance to steal for the win. Potentially. All right. Or he okay. might win anyway, regardless. The Lonely Hero in the Duel of Hell's Gate sounds mm. like legend starring Tom Cruise to me. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. I'm, I'm, th I'm taking it like super literally, and it's probably going to be something like it's Avengers or something. So, but I'm going. I'm sticking to my gut. I'm going with Legend. He's going with Legend. That is incorrect. Oh uh, no! The correct answer was the good, the bad, and the ugly. What? Never would have gotten that a million no, years. Never. <laughs> However, I think I the could convince Gate. again of the lonely hero of Jules' Gate. <laughs> I won't. Yeah, both your answers were yeah. better than the actual answer. I was going to say, the time's passed, but I definitely could have made an argument for Legend. <laughs> well, uh, you, yeah, you both used your convinces, even though there are plenty of opportunities there to convince Randy again. Uh, Randy, we've made it to the end of the game. What is the final score? Well, the final score, I have to say, you know, we we it was kind of a slow build tonight. But boy, mm -hmm. we finished with a bang. Mm -hmm. Marie with six points, but Jesse with nine points. Excellent, Jesse. You have officially beaten Marie. And that means you are more intelligent than a fake professor, my friend. How do you feel? I, I feel like I got to wear that title with honor. Yes. <laughs> Printed on a little badge, put it on me. You know. <laughs> Perfect. I, I be Marie. Amazing. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's on the back. That's on the back. That's on the back. I be Marie. Ready? <laughs> uh, where does uh, Jesse land on the leaderboard? Uh, on the guest leaderboard. In fourth place on the guest Ooh. leaderboard. So that puts him just ahead of uh, Paris. He's between Paris and Jason Tardy. Right, right. Paris and Jack Dyson are tied with eight, and Jason has ten, and Jesse's right there in the middle with nine. Uh, you're fourth? Well, there's a tie for second. Tie oh, man, yeah. that is confusing. So what do we call that? <laughs> it's, it's fourth. Fourth, okay. Fourth out of eleven. That's pretty good, Jesse. Give yourself a nice pat on the back, my friend. Oh, good job out there. And where does Marie land on the leaderboard? <laughs> Marie, uh, she lands... Um, 
at the very bottom where she already is. I, but hold on. I think that this is a testament to how many guests want to be on my episode because uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that both of the head-to-heads that I've been on, those guests are in the top five. Ooh. So, okay. That's okay. a valid point. That is valid. I convinced Randy. <laughs> Again? <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much. This thank was you. a lot of fun. Randy, on our way out of here, is there anything you want to say or plug, my friend? I have nothing to say except I hope everyone has a lovely week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Seriously. Thank you, Randy. Uh, Marie, on your way out of here, uh, congrats on your six points. Thank anything you. Anything you want to say or plug? Bottom of the leaderboard. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Um, I'll do one little tiny plug Um, my family business Lisa Marie's Made in Maine we are launching a brand new website very very soon and it's really exciting and a lot more easy to navigate and you can ship all of your wonderful Maine made products all over the country Lisa Marie's Made in Maine dot com Nice plug. Thank you, Marie. Thank you. And our Lisa Marie's very... Big Mate, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Just free labor. <laughs> we'll take their money. We don't mind. And uh, our, our special guest tonight, our very good friend, Jesse. Uh, anything you want to say or plug on your way out of here, my friend? No, I just love you guys. <laughs> yeah, well, it's that first that, but also nothing to plug. Just love you guys, and thanks for having me. I love hanging around, and this is fun. This was yes, fun. right back at you, dude. Thank you yeah. for coming on. It's always good to see you. That was a ton of fun. You both did great, and uh, well. On my way out of here, I, I want to remind you all to listen to uh, Balderdash Academy Teachers Lounge on all your favorite and least favorite podcast apps. And uh, check out Balderdash Academy on YouTube where you can watch Jesse's episode where uh, uh, we talked about the Knicks. Was that that episode? <laughs> and then we made the Knicks really good. <laughs> yes. The Knicks were suddenly oh my had God, a great I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about that. That yeah. was us, Jesse. We did that. We single-handedly saved the New York Knicks. <laughs> we yeah. did. That was so exciting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I always say, you have a message on your computer. Thank you all so much for listening and have a great night. Bye bye. Meet the characters of Balderdash County in Balderdash Academy Teachers Lounge. You've heard the game show. Now you can go behind the scenes as you meet the students and faculty of our fine school. Unlock the mysteries of the centuries old buildings or even go outside the school grounds to meet the denizens of the village of Balderdash. Character, comedy, and mystery abound in Balderdash Academy Teacher's Lounge every other Wednesday on your favorite podcast service. Do you like 80s television? Of course you do. Do you like helicopters? Of course you do. Do you like men serenading eagles by the waterfront while playing cello? Yes. Yes, you do. If you'd like to hear more about helicopters and cellos, please be sure and tune in to Champa and Klein the Airwolf Years every week on your favorite podcast service. Join hosts Greg and Dave as they discuss every single episode of the classic 1980s television series Airwolf. Be sure and subscribe today. Balderdash Academy's Head to Head with Coach Steve features Steve Corning and Randy Hunt. Music by Thinkfish Tank, produced by Steve Corning and Bob LeBlanc. Mixing and editing by Bob LeBlanc. Copyright 2021, Steve Corning and Robert J. LeBlanc, all rights reserved.
Good afternoon, Dashers. This is your headmaster reminding you that we are now booking live Balderdash Academy. If you want improv comedy, custom game show experiences, team building, and more, you can find us online at balderdashacademy.com. And don't forget to pick up Balderdash Academy merchandise in our school store while you're there. Go Dashers!